there, commercial construction coffee talk fans out there on uh, out on the web. Thanks for chiming in. My name's David Corston. I'm I'm your host. I'm also the publisher editor of Commercial Construction and Renovation Magazine. My guest this evening is Mr. Jim Malin from Urban Neon Sign Company out of Philadelphia, PA. And Jim, social distancing. I think I'm about 680 miles away, so you can take your mask off. And, and I'm not infected. I'm okay. So you can take your uh, mask off. You're good. I, I just took mine off too. Uh, so, so, so welcome. Welcome to Commercial Construction Coffee Talk. Thanks for spitting me in. Uh, I've known you forever. Uh, you know, I, it, it seems like, uh, you know, time flies. And, uh, it's a couple decades I've known you, Dave. Yeah, and uh, and we're still both standing. We still have a little hair left, I'm and uh, we're, both, we're, we're both from Philly. So I've got my Philadelphia Eagles uh, jersey, you know. And I love you know, it. My, my I love it. I got. I'm representing right behind me too. So. And you know, you know, my uncle was Leonard Toes, and uh, you know, we used to own the Eagles and so forth. So uh, even though I live in Atlanta, another bird town, uh, I'm still still totally green inside. Love it. Always, Always. for the green birds. You got it, my brother. Yeah, you know, I was looking for. I, I had Phillies, I had Eagles, I had the Flyers. All right, all right. I got, I got this to make the Mets fans yeah. sad. I so I said, yeah, no, I got, I got to put the Eagles on here tonight. Very good. So, so welcome to our podcast. Podcast. Tell me, give me, give me your story. Tell me. Well, thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, I, I've been in the business almost my whole life, and uh, as a young kid, actually, I grew up. We were born in West Philadelphia. We moved to South Philadelphia for a while and then wound up in Southwest Philadelphia. My mom had seven kids and when actually I grew up in two housing projects. So we're the oldest? No, right in the middle. Whoa. So six brothers, one sister. Oh God, there you yeah. go. Well, the one sister had her own bedroom and no hand-me-downs, but, but I, I created for the world. It was a poor upbringing. I'm not, you know, it was, it is what it is. And, uh, my parents really, um, we were left our own devices during the weekend and I turned in, wasn't that good of a kid when I was younger, but played sports, played baseball, played soccer, and then didn't really get pushed into college or anything at the time. So when I was about 19, uh, I said, I got to do something with my life. I'm painting houses. So uh, I went down, applied to Philadelphia College of Art, took a couple classes, a little interior design, a little drafting. I was always good with my hands, you know, copying things off the back of the cereal box when we were eating breakfast. And uh, so I had a steady hand. And I'm walking by a doorway at the Philadelphia College of Art on, on Broad Street, and there was about 12 people inside there lettering. So I asked the instructor, what kind of class is that? He said, that's a hand lettering class. I said, how much is it? It was $240 for six weeks, right? Nice. I took it. I took it. And it wound up, I learned how to do sign painting. And I got hooked up with like Deets and Watson and little free to lunch meets. And I would go to individual South Philadelphia, South Jersey delis and decorate their windows. So if you had a deli, Dave, I would come to your place and say, hey, Dave, what do you want me to put on your window? And you would put on there, you know, put cigarettes, candy, put the balls on sale. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a, a funny story, though. One, one time I went and there was a guy, Mr. Pete LaCorte, little Italian guy, broken English. I said, Mr. LaCorte, what do you want on your windows? He's like, put a, put a cheesesteak and put a hoagie, put a... I said, Mr. LaCorte, what's, he had a picture on his wall, Dave, and it was him with a white outfit on with a white Jeff cap, and De Niro was on one side and Pacino was on the other. I said, Mr. LaCorte, what's that picture? Oh, yeah, I was in The Godfather 2. Oh. 
They, I taught them both how to speak Italian. They, they still send me a small check. He was a grocer. And <laughs> so that job I did for like two years, had my own van, went around painting signs, and out of sheer repetition, I just got good at it. And actually, one day, I was lettering a guy's building, painting these gigantic fruit on the side of a building. And one of the guys from, guys from and, uh, he said, why don't you come work at our shop? It's right around the corner. So I went there, and there was about eight guys in a garage. And you know, I was doing the drawings by hand. And back then, you would draw it by hand. You would mail it out. They would make corrections, mail it back. You know, no fax machine, no Xerox. No. And it was a slow pace, but we, did, we, we handcrafted the signs in the shop, and we did neon. And then um, one time that Ed Rendell came to us because we built it up to about 30 employees and we were going to move. So we went to the city of Philadelphia and said, look, we're leaving. There's really no place for us, for, for us here. We're going to go to Delaware or Jersey. And they across the river. Uh-huh. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. But they came that the city came to us and said, don't leave. We have a place for you. It's a 65,000 square foot building and a four acre parcel. And we'll give it to you for a dollar if you stay here. All right. Actually, I think you visited that place one time. It was in the in not the greatest neighborhood, but it was an old Slinky factory, believe it or not. They made Slinkies there. The old the Slink toy from like Toy Story, those kind yeah. of um and then we built it up to 72 employees. So, you know, out of that little sign painting course, I got connected with a company. We were doing large accounts, doing large accounts. Had a couple sales guys and we built it up. We had stacks and stacks of letters. We were still doing neon. And uh, then 10 years ago to just, you know crash came mm-hmm. bad economy and maybe um, oh it cleaned out a lot of people yeah so and retail we were so connected to retail so when retail went down so did we we w- weren't really doing office complexes or residential we were just doing commercial retail signs and these people were open 40 50 stores a year and if you get a couple accounts with that it's just it becomes a cookie cutter sure so that's the story of my life but the company i'm with now when we first went down, we had to liquidate and people came in and were buying our machines and everything. And I had business and I didn't want to let my customers down because they were my friends. Right. So, and I, so I went to two companies and had two separate offices. I was running back and forth and these guys were doing the work and getting it out the door. And I felt more comfortable with Urban Neon and that's who I'm with now. We're in, uh, just outside of Philadelphia near I-95 near the airport and five near the airport. And, uh, we restored some old neon signs in the Philadelphia area, but uh, they're a good group of guys. We've got about 30 guys. It's not huge. Uh, bigger is not always better. But uh, we're very project-oriented. Uh, yeah, you had a question, I could tell. No, I was going to say there, there aren't that many people that do neon. I mean, I walk ISA every year. That's the International Sign Association for all you people out there in uh, Coffee Talk land. It's a huge sign show where if you want anything signage, it's there. And uh, there's only a couple of people that do neon these days or that, you know, because it's really an artsy thing, you know, you know I mean, in the heyday it was the curly Q now it's, but it's still, uh, it's old school. Yeah. There's a niche there. It has its place. I think it's, um, it's vintage. We restored some vintage signs. Uh, it's a craft. If there's about eight or 10 bends, if you learn them, you can, you can do almost anything. But, um, there was a, we had a woman in her shop. She was in her eighties when we first started, when we first started and she taught a couple other guys how to do it. And she was doing movie marquees in the fifties and, uh, and then it just died out for a while. Now there's a resurgence, but there's other stuff that looks like neon. That's mm-hmm. cool. Sometimes I got to go up and look at it and touch it. And is it really neon or not neon? Mm-hmm. So do them both. There's, 
We've rolled out some um, LED signs that look like neon. These signs look like neon. I really like them, and the franchisees are starting to buy them. So I have to send you a picture. If anyone wants a photo of what it looks like, we can we can duplicate that as well. So it's close. It's not exactly like close. It's LED. It's low volt. The amperage is low. It arrives live. You know what I mean? It's not. We did all those videos back in the day. Oh yeah. Huh? I, 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 you, you were at my uh, CCRP event in Vegas when we did uh, the Boneyard. And I love that. And there yeah. was a bunch of really cool neon signs that, you know, they just don't make signs like that anymore. No, the Aladdin. And, the, the and for any of you who have never Cowboy. been, I know a lot of you, well, when we get back to traveling and you get on a plane and you go to Vegas, right. if you have a couple of hours, go down, it's all towards old Vegas. Uh, and it's called, you know, it's called the Boneyard and they have all the old stardust. They have all these old signs and at night they turn them on. It's totally worth the tour. It, big time. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it should be a bucket list thing, especially if you go to Vegas several times, go down, take an Uber down there. It takes a couple minutes yeah. to go in there. Well worth going down there. It is a really cool place. And Not kudos to you. It's a great venue to have a, a party. It was awesome. It yeah, was, no, we got the tour. They, the lights, yeah. the sun went down. They turned the lights on, uh, got some great pictures, but that's a really cool place to see really what signage used to look like. And now, now it's channel letters and, uh, yeah, nothing against that, guys. All you retailers out there, I'm just saying, nah. you know, it's it, it, it's it, signage is signage to me. It, it's energy, it's branding, it's directional, but it's also one of the toughest categories to be in business in. Right. Because I have brands tell me all day long. They have a sign company call me every day. Right. It is. It, it's just as competitive as being in the general contractor category. Uh, it is. But, you know, but I think it's the toughest category to be in. So for you to stay in there as long as you have, right. you got to know how to take no. And you got to have your blinders on and think positive to, to, to stay in there. So I give you credit. And uh, I've, I've heard a couple of other people's stories where they said that they went to art or they figured it out. And that's how they kind of got into signage. Yeah. And, and, and you still could be creative and use your oh, yeah. artistic. Yeah, definitely. I, and I, uh, I, kind of, I like the sign business in a way because at the end of the day, you look up and you created something. And it's a source of pride. You know, you're like, oh, I have. You're like, oh, I have. In general, there's some really good people. Definitely. Uh, in sign. And it's a, just, like, just like retail in general. Signage is, is a very small community. I mean, there's a ton of guys out there, but there are so many guys that, that go after commercial and you know each other and you, you don't really step on everybody's toes, but everybody's right. really doing the same thing. And it's a small community. And uh, yes. So, There's a certain amount of respect there with sign guys, and you yeah. can't really badmouth the other guys. It's just one thing you don't do in the industry. I mean, well, I mean, we kind of know who's you know who's who's doing a good job, who's not, who's who's too cheap, who's too expensive. Um, yeah. There's a lot of branding and wayfinding stuff. There's other other people that are better at other stuff than we are, and there's other stuff that we're better than they are. We do, uh, we survey it, we draw it, we get the approvals, we file for the permits, we build it, we put it up close it out with the final it's it's a it's the project management system we use is it's not rocket science anymore it's really mm -hmm. that hard unless they're doing the one onesie twosies where they want to be really creative and we, we do that stuff too once in a while the thing about like like yourself is you're very personal with your clients so you actually go out onto the site you make sure on the install and you know everything's done right so from that standpoint that customer service thing uh, is a really cool gig. At least that's how I know you, you know, that. You know. I appreciate that. And you're the same way. Cause you just want to, you got to take care of people. Hey, if you're my friend, I don't want to let you down. Mm -hmm. 
I wanted to do everything I can and then be honest all the time. You have, we have a cell phone, the internet, you, the communication should be like instantaneous. And even if it's bad news, hey, we're not, you know, whatever happened, the sign's not going up today, tell the customer, you know, don't let them find out from somebody else or from the superintendent that it's not going to happen. Just text the guy, call him, just let him know this is, this is what's happening. What's happening. We're opening Thursday, September 4th. That's what we're doing. We got an Elvis impersonator. We got a hot air balloon. We got the radio station there. They can't not, not have a sign. So uh, signage is, it, you wouldn't think about it, but one of my covers, a couple of covers ago, uh, I'm not going to say who it was, but anyway, we're at okay. sign and sign. And uh, he was adamant. He goes, look, I, I want to get this, the cover shot at, right at t- twilight because it just makes the color of the sign yeah. twinkle. And, and I, and I, and I, I said, it, it's, it is what it is. No, 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 you don't understand it. It's just, it, it's, our, <laughs> it's our brand. It's our, it's our, it's our livelihood. It, it, it's our life. Right. Said, okay. So we'll do the shot. No, am I doing in the morning and for daylight? Yeah. He's like, no, I want to do it at twilight. And, yeah, uh, and uh, and it looked really cool. The shot was great, yeah. you know, and I, but uh, and I, but uh, that it's signage. You would never think of how you'd think that there would be more important things that they would be thinking about. But this is what they were thinking about was the sign. And I, so I had a total. It made me appreciate that category a, a lot more than than uh, hearing it from someone that was passionate about it. You know, as a brand, not just like, hey, I want to get a I want to get a sign that's that's low heat gives me the brightness that gives me the less electricity bill, but I can still be architecturally stimulating and, and get all the other stuff done. You know, what, what how can I do that? This right. guy, these guys were like, Oh, we, we got to have it just perfect. You know, it's gotta yeah, be, I that. think part of the, um, the dust thing is you can still kind of see the building and the sign is probably one then. So you go early in the morning, the sign might not be one. So that's, that's funny. It's a funny feature. A lot of photographers tell me too. They want to go just as the sun's going down um it does look better it enhances the building so so coming out of obviously here in georgia we're opening up and uh the virus is still around but they're opening up uh in philly the state's opening up there as well um um what do you feel that is it do you do you think coming out that uh brands are going to roll or what do you think i don't want to be pessimistic but pessimistic but you know Something's going to happen. A lot of things are going to I'm an optimistic person like yourself, always upbeat. I'm hoping there's a lot of pent-up demand after this. Mm-hmm. People, there's, there's stuff in the pipeline for us now, but it's just at a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. Just hoping that a lot of people are like, you know what? Keep chugging along, and then when it, when it breaks free, we'll cut you loose, start building. And that, that's what I'm hoping happens. Only God knows what's going to happen, but I'm hoping that it's – it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be a, a, a drudge and a trudge to get back on, but I think it's going to come back. I mean, I know the president's saying that the, the stock market's going to come back as strong as ever, and that could, that, that's what I'm hoping happens. Mm-hmm. You know, my 401k suffered big time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm no. sitting here wilding in my – I'm working from home like everybody else is learning how to do it. I'm getting tired of hearing it, to be honest with you. I don't know about you. It just gets old. I, I try not to watch the news and, you know, try to work in my yard or, or do something that's going to pick me up a little bit. You know, so I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat. Yeah, listen, I work out of my house, so I was used to being hunkered down, uh, but I haven't really gone too many places. I've got my uh, Corona beard. I shaved it up. It was real, I was looking like Grizzly Adams. Uh, you know, it's coming in silver. I'm showing my age, but you know, I, I trimmed myself before I came on here. But I told right. I, I, I'm a hockey guy, so I was like, I'm wearing my NHL beard until the Stanley Cup beard until this thing is solved, and I'll shave it off. That way I know. I told someone else the other day, listen, when the traffic comes back, 
you know that that's a good thing. When Rush yes. Hour comes back, you'll yes. know that things are coming back. That's a positive. So don't be bummed out that, you know, all right. the stinks. Take it for what it's worth, what it's worth. And, uh, and as an event guy, I'm going to do my events on the web. And, and, as I, and, and as time goes along, Google, Zoom, they're going to figure out how to get more people on there and so forth. And I think that a lot of the brands that go to all these shows, they're going to, they're going to think, going, gee, do I want my, my guys going there for three or four days to hang out when I can have them talk for an hour or two on, with a vendor and have it recorded and, and uh, get more done, get more done? Right, listen, I, I'm, I'm like every other company out there. Everybody's doing their contingency pan, plans, trying to figure out what the, how, how they're going to survive. Uh, I'm a little guy, but, I, you know, uh, I, I, I remember the gas lines in 76, right. the internet right. bubble, SARS, MERS, the crash. I'm still standing 20 some odd years later and I'm from Philly. So, I'm, you know, right. uh, I come from a hardworking military family and, uh, you know, when I got my driver's license, I had to go in the steel yard and shovel asbestos and burn steel. And that's what happened to you. No. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and my, and my, uh, and my, my grandparents, they started a company in 1888 in, in construction and they're still in business today. And That's my, awesome. my cousins are running it. But awesome. uh, when every, all the grandsons, when you turn 16, you had to go into the scrapyard that summer. Yeah. Well, yeah. you have the drive. You have a work ethic. I can tell. You're not a small guy you think you are. You have, you have a pretty. Yeah. Hey, I was getting up at 4.30, quarter five. I had to be you know, on site off I-95. We were tearing down these, these big gas buildings and uh, shoveling, you know, knocking off the asbestos. And uh, uh, it was funny because... Uh, there was a crew that came in and it's like 90, hundred degrees in the summer. And I've got the mask on and the white suit and, and uh, this crew's in, and they're not even, you know, wearing their mask. They're like, I don't need that mask. <laughs> and there goes their lung. And then, and then mes- mesothelioma came in and yeah. I'm like, darn, man, I'm glad I wore that thing. Even yeah. though I my, t- my, my tail off. I'm, and, gonna, I'm up in Potsdam once in a while. I want to go up and see that place you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So it's, it's still there. So it, uh, but you know, I, I'm, you know, I still have my Philly twang. People going, you're from up north. We're, we're, yeah. And they, and Philly, you know, Boston has their twang. New you're York right. Twang, Delaware yeah. twang. Philly has their own little thing. Joy, it's, it, they're all a little different. So yeah. People, like, people, the, people pick it up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen, Pat Steaks, Jim Steaks. Eh, I like the White House in Atlantic City. That's my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah, the bread's different there. I remember so, I was in L.A. actually for the Phillies game years ago when they played the Dodgers. And uh, I was was supposed to meet someone, so I got went to Wawa and got some tasty cakes and peanut chews and hers potato chips and threw them in a bag. Daily News, and I was sitting at a, a pub and I put the bag on the seat. And a girl came up to me and said, "Excuse me, sir, I'm from Philadelphia. Can I just have the Wawa bag? I just yeah, want the Wawa bag." And the guy didn't show up, so I said, "Here, take the whole thing." She was like crying. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just miss my home so much, and it is a, a Philadelphia thing. It is. We're not New York. We're not DC. We're not. Mm-hmm. It's a unique. No, we have, we have, we, I have Wawa on my cover. I asked, uh, you know, for them forever to be on my cover, and then finally Terry said, "Yeah, I'm oh, good." Yeah, and, and we did the uh, photo shoot at their new prototype downtown, and it was a great article. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's something. I, I had many of a Wawa hot dog at two or three o'clock in the morning in my early yeah. days, and uh, you know, so uh, they had to roll them out down in Florida and everything. They, they, they do it right. They were. I had a guy in from Houston one time. He said, "Hey Jimmy, what are all these WA WA stores I see around here?" Yeah, W-A, uh-huh, yeah, Wawa. <laughs> Can't be a place called Wawa. But they, they do it right, and they, they know it's – they hustle too. So, and I'm, I'm proud to be from Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia. I don't want to 
Sound so, so for our Coffee Talk uh, fans out there, if you had one word that you wanted to tell them coming out of the mm-hmm. shutdown and the pandemic and so forth, what would you, what, what, what word would you give, tell them, say, here's what you, if thinking about, this is, this is the word that I give you. What do you mm-hmm. think? Uh, enough with the banana bread. No, <laughs> I don't, you know what? I'm, I'm not a religious guy, but I do pray to God and ask God, what is going on? Why, why are we going through this? You know what I mean? What? Mm-hmm. But he knows what's going on. We don't know what's going on. And I don't want to, I, I do read the Bible. And there was a verse that came out to me. It says, uh, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. And that's my prayer that the God, God would heal our land and me turn from my sins and let it know that he's in control. still, even though everything like this is going on and that gives me a certain peace. Mm-hmm. God's in control and I'm not. Everything happens for a reason. Amen. Yep. And you know, certain, and, and, and listen, this is out of our control. It is so until the med, the medicine guys figure it out. You just yep. gonna have to roll with it and, and figure it out. And and just keep your blinders on and, and right. And that doesn't absolve us from not doing nothing. You can't like throw your hands up and give up. It's real easy to do and get frustrated, but there's new ways of, of, of getting out there. I don't want, I want to be a winner. I don't want to be a whiner or a watcher. I want to be a winner. And Hey, look, I'm like, you probably still have bills like yourself. Oh yeah. I got college bills or whatever. And I, you know, I still got a couple more years in my house and just want to get enough money to get to the end, Dave, you know, but mm-hmm. I enjoy what I do. Thank God. I got to, I'm doing something that, not a lot of people can say they like what they do. And I, and I really do like what I do. And you know, I always tell people, listen, if you don't like what you're doing, go do something else. Life's too short. You got to have fun. You got to laugh. I get up every day. The day I stop learning is the day I should go do something else. Yeah. Right now I'm pivoting. I'm learning all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That's edit. the big word now, pivoting. Everybody's using pivoting. I'm, yeah, everybody's pivoting. Call it whatever you want. You know, I, I, my, my, my column in uh, March, April, uh, I, I said, this is like uh, a rivalry game that you're in. And it's the first quarter. They already, you're already getting crushed by the other team. Yeah, call timeout. You bring your troops on the sidelines, and you, and you, you don't wait till halftime. You just figure out, all right, scrap the game plan. Mm-hmm. We, we got to figure out something else. It's like uh, when the Patriots came down there and the Falcons. They were, they were, the, the Falcons were going to win the Super Bowl. They came back in the second yeah. half. Look what happened. Yep. So you, you can't, you, you can't, can't, you just got to keep going because, yep. you know, hard work pays off and uh, you'll learn. Mm-hmm. And, and there, there they go. They were racing the thing, and, and it, it still stings. Even though I'm from Philly, I'm from Atlanta, so we won. Yeah, there you go. Well, one of my favorite quotes is, you probably know it too, I think it was Winston Churchill, never, ever, ever give up. Yeah, never, never quit. That's my motto. Never, yeah, never quit. You can't. You can't. So for those so, so Coffee Talk fans, uh, if you want to get in touch with Mr. Ba- uh, Mr. Malin here, and you've got some signage needs, Jim, how can they get in touch with you? It's, I have an email, but I have a cell phone. It's 610-804-0437. And my email address is jmalin, that's my name, J-M-A-L-I-N, at urbanneon.com. Out of Philly, PA. Yes, and we do more than neon. We do all kinds of signage. But so we'll take care of them, and we'll hustle. We'll do every, we work hard to get their product up on the wall. I know you get signed calls every day if you're a brand out there or brand out there or if you're, if you're whatever sector you're in, if you're looking for sign help, Give Jim a call. He'll take care of you. He'll he'll be he'll become your bud. He'll prove his worth at giving it an opportunity and then some. I appreciate and, uh, that. Dave. I've known him forever. He's a good guy. 
and uh, he'll do a good job for you. Myself, if uh, you want to get in touch with me, I'm just north of Atlanta in Swanee, Georgia. You can catch me on my mobile at 404-931-6569, or you can email me at davidc at ccr-mag, that's michaelapageorge.com. And if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. We're going monthly. Uh, I've got a, a tattoo, guy, a tattoo uh, removal uh, chain that's coming up in my May issue. But if you're not a subscriber, go to ccr-mag.com. Up on the toolbar, there's a subscribe button. Hit it, and I'll get you added. And uh, we've got all sorts of good content on there and, and well worth the time and the read and so forth. Um, so once again, thank you so much, Jim, for uh, uh, the conversation as a Philly brother. Yeah. And, and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Always a pleasure seeing you. Thank you. Uh, stay safe. Thank you. And we're going to come out of that. And Amen. all of you out there, stay safe, wash your hands, wear the mask if you have to. Yeah, summer's coming. Just get out there. Let the, let the bug uh, burn off, uh, community herd, all that stuff. And we're going to get through this. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, before you know it, we're going to be big, bigger and better and, 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 than we've ever been before. Because uh, we're Americans. And this is the way Americans yeah. do. That's you right. Up, the tough get going and you pull your bootstraps up. You get knocked down. You get back up and you get her done. Amen. So, that, 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 that's, when I, that's how I'm going to leave you. We're, we're going to get it. it done one way or the other, right? My, my brother from another mother. You got there it. There you go. <laughs> so, with that said, enjoy the rest of uh, the evening and uh, look forward to seeing you.